What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Sports Kingdom Show. I am your host, Eric, the Duke of Sports Sklar. I am joined by my co-hosts, the one and only Mr. 360, Tyler Pacholke, and of course, co-host, producer extraordinaire, running the board, Jacob Gonzalez. Before we start the show, we appreciate you all so much for listening. Be sure to hit that subscribe or follow button wherever you decide to listen to the Sports Kingdom Show so you can stay up to date on the newest episodes of the show. Also, be sure to rate and review the show. That really helps us out as well. Don't forget to follow at TSK Show on all social media platforms and follow all of us as well at the Duke of Sports, at Tyler Pacholke, and at Jacob Double Underscore Gonzalez. On this episode of the Sports Kingdom Show, unfortunately, Tyler can't make it tonight, but we have a very special guest joining us, making his return to the TSK Show to help us discuss the Lakers winning their 17th NBA championship. Lakers superfan Gary Zellman, a.k.a. The Real Sign Guy, you can follow him on Twitter at the Real Sign Guy One. All this and more on episode 163 of the TSK Show coming up right now. Welcome get to the sports kingdom. What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 163 of the Sports Kingdom Show. I'm your host, Eric, the Duke of Sports Sklar. Unfortunately, Tyler couldn't make it tonight, but sitting across from me, running the board, co-host, producer extraordinaire of the TSK Show, here to celebrate with me tonight, Jacob Gonzalez. Jacob, what's up, bro? How you doing, man? Good, man. Honestly, I it's still registering with me every day. But, yeah, man. But I can't I couldn't be more happier. Dude, unbelievable. Obviously, we're talking about the Lakers winning their 17th NBA championship the other night. And uh we got a very special guest joining us. But before we introduce our special guest, we have to remind you about our friends who make probably the best coffee ever. This episode of the Sports Kingdom Show is sponsored by Campus Point Coffee. Campus Point Coffee was founded in 2019 by former UC Santa Barbara students, but due to the pandemic, they had to go strictly online. TSK Show listeners will get 15% off their purchase from CampusPointCoffee.com by entering the promo code TSK Show. That's promo code TSK Show for 15% off from CampusPointCoffee.com. And Campus Point Coffee has a variety of different roasts to choose from. And even if coffee really isn't your thing, don't worry. They have plenty of other merch like mugs, tumblers, T-shirts, and even that sweet tote bag, all on CampusPointCoffee.com. My dad let me know that he's getting pretty low on that Deltopia medium roast, so it's looking like it's time to order another batch for him. I know. I'm getting pretty low as well, so I think I might go uh, a darker roast this time or a little bit stronger. Okay. All right. Well, Support us while supporting a company that makes probably the best coffee ever, in addition to helping save the beaches at the same time. Campus Point Coffee takes a portion of their profits and organizes their own beach cleanups. So if you're a coffee lover or you want to rock some cool merch while helping save the beaches, just enter promo code TSK Show at checkout for 15% off your purchase from CampusPointCoffee.com. That's promo code TSK Show for 15% off your purchase at CampusPointCoffee.com. And I think our guest is actually calling in right now. Come on, you're getting paid. Ask something. Three seconds at midcourt. Final seconds. Bryant for the win. Did I miss anything while I was gone? Kobe Bryant just took the gravity out of the target center. What a play. Rebound on the 
Job's not finished. Job finished? I don't think so. So when you get done with this, you should be butt-ass naked. Joining us on the phone, making his return to the Sports Kingdom show, probably the biggest Laker fan out there. He's been at every home game since the Eddie Jones, Nick Van Exel days before Kobe and Shaq. And whether you're watching on TV or at a home game at Staples Center, you definitely would recognize him and his signs. You can follow him on Twitter at the real sign guy one. Gary Zellman. Gary, welcome back to the TSK show. Thanks for hopping on with us, man. Yay, great to be back. Thank you for having me. All right. Well, game six of the NBA finals was a was a treat. And first off, I got to get this out of the way. All credit to the Miami Heat. They were an amazing opponent in the NBA Finals. The only team to take the Lakers to a sixth game in the postseason. Jimmy Butler, I think, solidified himself as a top-tier talent in the league. Uh, The Heat team has a very bright future ahead of them with Bam Adebayo, Tyler Hero, and Duncan Robinson. And and Pat Riley is someone I I have a lot of respect for as a basketball mind. Uh, You can't tell the story about basketball in the NBA without a lengthy chapter on Pat Riley. So hats off to Miami. But the Lakers are the 17-time NBA champions now. They've tied the Boston Celtics. LeBron James in Game 6, he had a triple-double, scoring 28 points, 14 rebounds, 10 assists. He was 13-20 from the field. He's now a four-time champion and has been in nine out of the last 10 NBA Finals. He's the first player to win Finals MVP for three different teams, and he's a four-time Finals MVP now. Anthony Davis added a double-double of his own with 19 points, 15 rebounds, three assists, and two blocks. Rajon Rondo was incredible off the bench in Game 6. 19 points, four rebounds, four assists, and eight of 11 from the field. Caruso, Alex Caruso, made his first start of the season for for this season in Game 6 of the NBA. Markeith Morris, Kyle Kuzma played well in their roles in Game 6. Even if they didn't contribute much on offense, they they made some key plays on defense. And then Contavious Caldwell-Pope knocked down some key shots going 6-13 from the field. And Danny Green... He hit three of seven from three, so it was a it was just pure domination in game six. So, Gary, the first question I want to ask you is, where were you for game six, and what did you do to celebrate? Well, first of all, I want to say thank you. Now that the interview is over, you just did a great job. You did the entire game, and I'll see you next time. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, ask the question again, where was I? Yeah, where were you, and what did home. you what'd you do to celebrate? We had a bunch of we had a bunch of guys over and my son was watching with me and it was just uh, an absolute joy to watch them come back after that tough, tough loss and just lay the pedal to the metal and squash them like the bugs that they were. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, again, it's, it's great that they won, but in, in some way, I, personally, I think celebrating at home is obviously all we could do unless you were with that crowd downtown, you know, yeah. across outside of Staples Center, but compared to recent championships, I think it's still kind of hitting me day by day. I was just telling Eric before the show, like, they are champions, but I think every day I see posts about it and I see pictures about it, and I'm like, man, they really did it, but it doesn't feel the same, obviously. Well, it's not that it's not the same. It was definitely different. I think it, it, if you're going to put a, a, an asterisk on it, it's because it was even more difficult than the other ones. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the... the uh, 
to be locked up in, in, in isolation like that, whether you're, it's in a glorious hotel or not, you can't move. You're not allowed to go where you want to go. And we're talking about months of confinement. So um, the, the amount of, uh, of focus and fortitude to be able to press forward and be the number one team on top, that's saying something about the team. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, I think the, the mental fortitude it took for just – and this goes for not only just the Lakers but all the teams in the bubble that, that had to endure it. it. It took a lot of mental toughness to, to get through that and for the Lakers to be in the bubble for I think it was 95 days. and Well, except for one player on the Rockets. <laughs> well, <laughs> he, he, he made the mistake. Yeah, but no, it's it, – there's definitely uh, – there's definitely something to say about the mental toughness that that it took to be in that environment and and trying to win a championship. Now, Gary, what were your thoughts going going into Game Six? Like, what were your thoughts after Game Five and and after the loss? And me me personally, I thought that by the the Lakers changing to to wear the Mamba jersey, it kind of gave the Heat extra motivation to win that game, and then the Lakers losing in the Mamba jersey, it gave them that extra motivation going into game six to be like, all right, we messed up in game five. There's no way we're screwing it up tonight here in game six. Well, um, if you want to go back to game five, uh, when they wore the Mamba jersey, I thought it was going to be the ultimate send-off. Oh, yeah. And the ultimate so did tip, I. Uh, re- the ultimate tip of respect um, uh, to Kobe. And it, they, somebody didn't read the script. And, um, and I, I, I don't think that, uh, you know, Anthony Davis is an unbelievable player. That particular game, whether it was because of his injuries or fatigue or whatever it was, he wasn't as sharp as Anthony Davis has been all season long and through the playoffs. So, uh, and, and you got to give credit where credit is due. Duncan Robinson, is that his name? Duncan Robinson? Yeah, Duncan yeah, yeah. He was unbelievable from the three-point line, I and mean, he's just you know incredible. And 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 Tyler Hero had a uh, a coming out party, and uh, and and Jimmy Butler didn't come off the court the entire game. So um, they played it like their pants were on fire. Lakers played it a little bit more conservatively, and uh, and when they lost that game, I just looked at my son and I said, "They're going to come out on <laughs> Game Six." And they are going to completely smash them, and it's exactly the way it planned it paid out, uh, panned out. Well, speaking of Davis and LeBron, we we know about those two guys, but one guy that I think really showed out in this game was Rondo, of course, and uh, he has played for the rival of the Lakers, which is kind of odd seeing him win a championship with the Celtics in '08 and then one here with the Lakers. Uh, where does that put him in this conversation? It puts him in the Hall of Fame. Uh, you're talking about uh, winning a championship a decade apart, uh, more than a decade apart, uh, two different conferences. Uh, the guy, I think, has the second most or third most assists in the playoffs uh, in history of the NBA. Uh, he's an unbelievable player, and uh, I think that he just punched his, uh, his ticket to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I, I I couldn't agree more with that. And let's let's expand more on that. What What are your thoughts on on guys like Dwight Howard and, and Rajon Rondo, who were arch enemies of for Laker fans for so long. Now they were big parts of winning this championship. What What are your thoughts on that whole like storyline coming full circle with those guys? 
it's those kind of guys that you hate when they're on somebody else's team, but you love it when they're on your team. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. another, it's like a Metal World Peace story. Um, or Matt Barnes. You know, uh, Matt Barnes, exactly, throwing the ball at Kobe's face. And then when he was on our team, I was all for it. You oh, know? yeah. And, but, but then again, you got to also remember that Kobe made peace with Dwight before the season started. And 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 uh, Dwight came back. I, I wanted him back. As you know, I, my son will attest. I wanted Dwight back in in, in purple and gold. I wanted to give him a second chance. And uh, and from the day he hit the court, from day one, you could just tell that this was going to be a really important cog to the whole system. And he was. He played way better than people thought he was going to play. Oh. I thought he was going to play like that all along. But he did play uh, uh, um, inspired basketball the whole season. Yeah, he he blew expectations out of the water. I, I agree. I, I think for him it is just that much more special because you take his one season with the Lakers and just how horrible it was afterwards and how much crap that you know the fans gave him. But I think for him, he comes back, he wins it in Orlando, which is also significant because that's where he lost it against the Lakers back in 09. Uh, but with him, though, I think him coming in and buying into that role where he knew he wasn't going to be that third option, he was going to be that that energy off the bench, I think that's what really helped him. And honestly, that's honestly what gave him the success in some of these series. Also, when you have a supporting cast of uh, of playing with LeBron James, of playing with Anthony Davis, um, a, a, a different regime, Kobe's not here anymore. Remember, that was a, a big sticking point with Dwight earlier on. So this was a whole different scenario, and the the puzzle pieces that were put together by Rob Palenka, who I believe should have been the executive of the year. Oh yeah, uh, I thought I thought that he did a tremendous job. Um, for the fact that he didn't win, and the fact that he came in seventh is a farce. It just goes to show you the prejudice against the Lakers. Um, but at the end of the day, we are world champions, and that's all that really matters. The MVPs. And the uh, and the defensive player of the year trophies and the executive of the year trophies, they lose their luster after a while. People don't really remember, but everybody remembers you're a world champion. Yeah, Kobe said that uh, players and I'll expand awards. Players and awards come and go, but banners hang forever. So it's that's definitely exactly. a testament to to that. Now you mentioned that Rob Palinka should be getting his flowers and and rightfully so i mean i was listening to the zach Lowe podcast and he had frank vogel on uh his latest episode today frank vogel said that the lakers put together their roster after Kawhi leonard had announced that he was going to sign with the clippers the lakers put together their roster in about three hours so i mean just it was unbelievable yeah just, it was unbelievable the backup plans that they had and followed through with it it was unbelievable. Now, I want They wanna... didn't have only plan A. They didn't have only plan B. They had plan A, B, C, D, E, and F. And then later <laughs> in the season when they hired, when they brought in Morris, that was G. Yep. So, yeah, Rob Palenka should have been the executive of the year. There is no doubt. He was masterful. Everything he did worked out properly. And I don't know if it can be matched because it was so perfect. It was just unbelievable. Four future Hall of Famers on one starting roster at one point. I mean, come on. I, you know, that's magnificence. Yeah. Has LeBron now cemented himself to you as a Laker, as a fan? Um, look, 
LeBron on the court is magnificent. I absolutely 100% think that he is the best basketball player in the game today. I didn't always think that until I got to see him first rate, first up close and personal. Yeah. He is an unbelievable player. And and uh and 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 the chemistry that he provides when he really wants to and the camaraderie, it's like nothing I've seen in quite a while. These guys would have gone through a brick wall for one another this year. Um, of course, Avery Bradley, uh, he had his reasons for not showing up in the bubble. Um, but outside of Avery, I think that every single player, 100%, couldn't have done a, a better job. They, they, just, they all played, you know, premium A every play, every game, every minute. They were on it. Now, the ball didn't always go down through the hole. But the effort was like nothing I've ever seen, both on offense and on defense, for every single play. It was it was unbelievable. Hats off to Frank Vogel. He did a tremendous job with his uh, supporting cast of coaches. Now, with this Laker team, obviously the talk all season was who was that third guy. We saw it throughout the playoffs. In some series, it was Dwight. In some series, it was Rondo. Uh, in the final series, it was KCP, a mixture of him and Rondo as well. But going forward, do the Lakers go out in the offseason and maybe get a third option, or do one of these guys that they have now become that third option? Well, look, you always want to tweak and improve your roster. The the other teams aren't going to sit by and, 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 and not try to improve. So you have to keep moving forward. The shark that stops swimming dies. So you got you got to improve. you got to tweak. There might be some people moved. Who knows? I saw that Danilo Gallinari said today that he's not 22 anymore and he'd be willing to take a big slash and pay cut. Uh, now, that would be an outside shooter I could see in our system. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, there are guys out there that are going to come available and we're going to see what's going to be uh, in the next few weeks because, you know, they said that they're going to back at it again in, in Christmas time. So that's only around eight or nine weeks away. So you're going to see some fireworks coming up pretty soon, guys. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to be interesting to see the timeline of of what this offseason looks looks like and and when the NBA decides to start the next regular season coming up. Now, I want I want to go back to the championship run real quick. What was your favorite moment of this championship run? Obviously, them winning it is the cherry on top, but what what was a moment that sticks out to you specifically from this championship run? Uh, you know, like an individual play or a moment yeah, anything, or, uh, anything. or a game. Well, the the number one moment of probably everybody's going to say the same thing was Anthony Davis's uh, fall away Kobe yep. uh, raindrop shot that that gave us that game. That was a, a beauty. beautiful play. Um, I thought that KCP played inspired basketball when we needed him most. Um, it was great to see Rondo shut the critics up. You know, he doesn't like to be called playoff Rondo, but I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> you played out of your ass. This, this he earned playoff. that title you were this unbelievable. series. And it, you just played really, you know, like, like like the old Rondo, like the Rondo that we thought we were going to get when we got you. And uh, I, I just love it when the players uh, shut the critics up and, and, you know, and the haters and the, and the front runners and stuff like that. I, I, I really like it when players like that play up. And we had a lot of that in the, in, in, in the, uh, in the, the divisional series. And each, each step of the playoffs. And what most people didn't know, and I didn't even know, 
is that Danny Green's dad had passed away recently, and that was weighing heavily on him through the entire playoffs. Yeah, I think that, and and uh, that could have been a, a main reason. I mean, you're in isolation, you lose your dad, you have nothing to do but think most of the day, and you know he was just was not himself. I know Danny Green. Danny Green is from the same hometown. We're both from Long Island. And uh, I can tell you that he is a, a, an unbelievable champion. That's why he's on three championship rosters. Yeah, he's a back-to-back champion. And he's a back-to-back champion. That's right. He's won <laughs> more championships in the last few years than anybody else has in the world. So, um, you know, by winning two. Uh, uh, so, I, 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 don't, I think don't give up on him. Uh, who knows what, what, what Rob Polink is going to do, but believe me, everybody in the league knows the value that Danny Green brings. Yeah, totally. Now, f- for the Lakers in this playoff run, it was supposed to look a little bit different as far as the teams that they played. Now, everybody had them matching up with the Clippers in the conference finals. Did you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I knew I was going to get <laughs> we, have to, we have to ask this question because it, it's in the minds of all Laker fans and, of course, all Clipper fans, but... What would have that like that matchup? How would have it uh, you know, w- w- the outcome of it? I don't know how you could say it would have been different, but I still th- would have taken the Lakers in that series. Yeah, well, Muhammad Ali never played Superman, so sorry, boys, I can't <laughs> answer that. Uh, what uh, but what I were your t- thoughts when I they? I will tell you that it, it, it probably would would wouldn't have ended up any differently. Yeah, I think that my boys would have mopped the floor with those guys. Amen. It, it was. Uh, it was. It, this is this is a Laker town. It'll always be a Laker town, and there's just. Uh, I, I have no doubt in my mind that uh, that we would have won. Of course, it's not going to happen because we already won. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the thing is with that Clipper roster, for some reason, they just kept stacking it up, stacking it up, getting players left and right. And to the outside world, it looked like, damn, these Clippers, this Clipper team is going to blow through the playoffs, and then obviously meet the Lakers. But they couldn't even beat a Denver Nuggets team. What were, What were your thoughts when they blew that three one lead? Uh, look, they're, they're, they're regular season performers. I've seen, um, uh, 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 teams coached by Doc Rivers that have done the exact same thing in the past. So it wasn't a shocking development for me. Um, I think that the best thing for, for the Los Angeles Clippers, you know, I'm not trying to be a wise ass Laker fan. They'd be best just to fold their their plans to, uh, to to start at the forum and move over to Vegas like the Raiders did, or or back to Seattle, or, you know, like like he originally wanted to bring the Kings. I think that would be a better bet for that team. But you know, I'm just a Laker fan, but it's good advice. Believe me, there. <laughs> I think I think Vegas is a good home for them. Yeah, that doesn't sound half bad. Now Gary- that would be an awesome place for them. They would shine. I, they they you know. I don't think that they win a championship anytime soon, but uh, uh, that's just me being a homer. Yeah. Gary, you got to be a member of that virtual Zoom audience for one of the games in the bubble. I'm not sure if it was a playoff game or if it was one of the seeding games. Uh, what was... I, was one of, I was the very first uh, player, I was the very first fan to be invited on the board for the very first game Wow, that, that showed that. And I was on the board for the very first playoff game. So, so what 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 was that like? How did you? What was your setup like? How did you get into the like? How did you watch the game? Like, what was the setup like? Uh, it was just me in front of my Dell computer. Uh, it was on Zoom, 
and uh, you go into the uh, the, the, the you, you call in and then you're there. But something odd happened during the last playoff game that I'm going to tell you guys about. I've mentioned it before to a couple of other people. I'll tell you and your and your uh, your listeners. During the first game of the playoffs, when I was a virtual fan, that was the same game that Obama was at the game across the court on the other side of the court with uh, Shaq and, and, and Kareem. They were all sitting next to each other. And uh, James Worthy was there on their board. And I was by myself on the other side of the court with the rest of us fans, just those fans. And for some strange reason, unbeknownst to the, to the technicians, unbeknownst to anybody else, an image of Kobe Bryant, I swear to God, it's true, dribbling a basketball appeared on my lap. And it, and it would leave the entire game. It was just he was there. And nobody knew how it got there. Nobody understands why it was there. It wasn't planted by anybody. I didn't do it. And it was just the most unbelievable thing that, and, and nobody could understand how that happened. Was it like a like an animated it, like an animated character like on the screen? Like a holographic picture of him popped up of him on the screen. Yeah. Wow, wow, that's pretty um, cool. And it was there the entire game, and nobody else had it, and nobody knew how, where the hell it came from. And I didn't do it. I swear to God. That's pretty but, cool. Uh, it, I know, I know, and and I have a photograph of it at the end of the game, uh, at the end of the uh, the podcast. I'll forward it to you guys. Definitely, definitely, we'll we'll use it uh, for the Instagram post. Yeah, it's an amazing thing. There he is, and if anybody can 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 tell me why, where that came from, we'd really appreciate it because uh, <laughs> it's it's an awesome thing. But I'd like to know that somebody planted it. <laughs> Although it was really cool to have him there, and we did win the game, so that's all that matters. Well, you mentioned it earlier. Regardless of whatever asterisk anybody puts on this title, uh, for Laker fans, considering what kind of a year they've had, the city of LA, what did this championship mean to them? Oh, my gosh. So many different things. We lost um, so many people to this COVID thing. So many people, tragically. Uh, God bless them all. Um, And, of course, we lost our main man. We lost Kobe Bryant. This has just been a a miserable year. One of the worst years. uh, Well, you know, outside of the years when my own parents passed away, um, this has been the worst year of my 58 years of life. I've never seen anything like it. It's it's horrific, and um, you know, in, in, in hindsight is twenty twenty, and there's going to be a time when this country is going to heal again, and everybody's going to love each other again. We're going to get back together, and we're going to be the United States of America again. And I don't know when it's going to happen, but I can't wait until it does. Yeah. You, so, what are what are your thoughts on the team dedicating this season to Kobe? There was a lot of non-Laker fans talking about how they thought it was played out or they, they thought it was disrespectful to, to always keep bringing it up and keep mentioning it. But the team really took it upon themselves to to dedicate this season to Kobe. They would say Mamba on three after breaking every huddle. The They wore the Mamba jerseys. Uh, and what, what, are, what are your thoughts on them doing it for Kobe? Kobe Bryant was the hero of Los Angeles. Everything that they did wasn't enough, and they did a lot. He means more to us people in Laker Nation than anybody will ever know. It was like losing our brother, our son. He is the epitome 
of Los Angeles. He is an icon that I will never forget for the rest of my life. I am 58 years old, and I've met a lot of people in my life. But when you met Kobe Bryant, when he gave you his time, you lit up like a Christmas tree. It was like it was like you were touched by something, a deity. He was such a wonderful man. I can't begin to tell you. I've met a lot of assholes in Los Angeles, and this man was the absolute best superstar you could possibly meet. He was engaging. He was kind. He was real. And all the emotion that you saw of him on the court, that was real. And, um, no, they, they didn't exploit the memory of Kobe Bryant. They honored a legend and a man that was close to all of them. And, um, to us fans, a step even beyond that, he was just like, you know, he was our basketball Jesus. I'm sorry to say that you know, <laughs> just on the basketball. No, court, I get that it. was our guy. I get it. I think, Earlier, again, I said that this title still hasn't hit me, but I think watching it uh, in Game 6, watching him clinch it, I just kept thinking to myself, this is obviously something that Kobe would have wanted in the sense of, of going through it, regardless of the, of the circumstances. You know, these all these teams were in a bubble, but pushing through, winning this title, and I think it just made it that much sweeter for them to win the whole thing and then obviously dedicated to him. And it was great hearing from everybody who knew him, with like Jeannie Buss, Rob Palinka. And uh, even LeBron and Davis, just just to hear the stories of even Davis back in uh, 2012 when he was on that Olympic team with him, how he took him under his wing and kind of just mentored him. Even though he didn't ever get to play with him on the Lakers, he still got to play with him on that USA team and just kind of see how he operated on the court, what kind of a guy he was. These guys actually played, uh, you know, some of them like Anthony Davis and and uh, and um, uh, LeBron played on the Olympic team with Kobe. So they had, you know, an unbelievable bond with that man. And uh, like I said, it, it couldn't have ended everybody. It, it, it was a Hollywood ended, uh, Hollywood ending only fit and possible from Hollywood. And that's what we got. It yeah. was uh, amazing. It's a shame that nobody watched it. It was a shame that only five and a half million people, well, last year, eight and a half million people watched it. That was uh, upsetting. Yeah, but um, did you watch it, Gary? I sure as hell did. Then that's all that matters. That's all that matters. (laughs) Yeah. What did you think? What did you think of the bubble experience as a whole? Like, as a fan watching basketball, no fans in the arena. It literally is just those 10 guys on the court at the same time. And then obviously the bench and the coaches and all of that. But what did you think of how the NBA put on the production of the bubble? And well, there's no doubt. Look, I, I've watched basketball for years and years and years and years and years. I think at the absolute highest level in the ever in the history of the game. And and I, I, I can tell you right now what we were just watching was 100 percent basketball. Yeah, it was no different than than any other basketball game that I've ever seen. They were hustling. They were giving 100 percent effort. They were uh, a passionate they were into it. Game they five was engaged. a dog fight. It was a dog. It was an unbelievable. It was like the NCAA March Madness, only really long. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was amazing, and uh, it was something that they'll never forget it, and all of us fans will never forget it. But I'm sure that the asterisk will be there, but the asterisk should be there because it was the hardest one of all, not not for any other reason.
so not being there as a fan and you're a season ticket holder for the Lakers. Yeah, it sucked, bro. What do you want me to say? It <laughs> did. It sucked. <laughs> well, it, I w- it bit. It was the worst thing ever, but it is what it is. And we have a worldwide pandemic where hundreds of thousands of people are dying. Yeah. So I'm not going to complain about it. No. They were the first one. They were the first sport to come back, right? Weren't they? One of them, yeah. If we're not including the, the European soccer leagues and all of that. Yeah, they they were the first. Right, exactly. So, uh, I, I, and I think that they were the first ones to call it quits also. Yeah, no, they were so, 100% the first ones to call it quits. So, you know, there you go. And um, what it, it's not it's not easy to, 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 to navigate through a pandemic. We've never had anything, thank God, like this before. And hopefully we never have it again once it, it goes away. And yeah. eventually, believe me. This world will shake us out before, you know, before this thing doesn't go away. It'll eventually shake out. It's going to happen. Yeah. Well, what I was going to ask was you've mentioned on the show in your previous appearance that you have relationships with the bus family and anything like and all of that. So I want to know, do you have any good stories from any previous championships that you got to celebrate in person at Staples Center? Yeah, I do have something that you'll like. Give it to us. Um, when we won the championship in uh, 2009, I'm sorry, 2008. No, 10. We were, no, no, no. The one that we won uh, in Orlando. Yeah, oh, 2009. Yeah. 2009. Uh, I was in Orlando with my buddy Rich Simmons, the guy that sits next to me at the Laker game. Sometimes he holds up the Kobe sign. Um, we together would travel, you know, whenever the Lakers were in the playoffs and they, they allowed fans, we would travel uh, together and go to the games. So this one game, we're sitting directly behind the Orlando bench, and it was game uh, six. It was the clinching game, game, game five, I believe it was, wasn't it? Wasn't it game five or game six? Game five. It was the clinching game. Yeah, five. Game five, that's right. And I'm sitting behind the bench with them, and um, Turkaloo uh, was right in front of us, and I said something, and then I said something again, and then I said something really, 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 really bad, <laughs> and it, it made Trevor Ariza start laughing during the game, okay? So uh, Turkaloo goes over to Trevor, and he goes, what the hell are you laughing at? And then Trevor went forehead to forehead with Turkaloo. I remember that. It was a kind of a – it was a memorable moment. I started that. Oh, okay. my goodness. That. And nobody knew. Okay. I, <laughs> I, I created that little moment. And <laughs> the, the, the funny thing is at the end of the game, because of that, Turkaloo was completely out of his, out of his mind. Couldn't, couldn't play straight for the rest of the game. And uh, I was invited to go with the Lakers because of that at their after party. Oh. And, I, we, we, and we went to the after party, and that was one of the greatest nights of my life. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah, we were we were there till all all hours of the night and Kobe never took his uniform off, he never took his shirt off, he never took his cap off. He came in a sweaty mess and it was just uh one of those nights that I'll never forget. Dr. Bus was still alive then too. Sure was. He absolutely positively was and um and that was one of the two rings that I I I helped uh, create um was were those two championship rings when you when you look at the 2009 ring and you see the 2010 ring and you see the face that's either that's on the ring on the side of both of those rings that came from me 
Yeah. <laughs> those were my those were my design components on those rings. Wow. Well, the only positive thing I can think of of during this pandemic pandemic and being locked up is you have a lot of downtime, a lot of free time. And for you, next year, do you have any? Uh, you have a lot of time to think about what you want to do for signs. Do you have any new signs that you're going to make when you uh, can eventually return to the games? Oh uh, yeah, but if I tell you about it now, it'll uh, it'll lose some. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna blow the surprise. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we thought but, we were gonna uh, get you. Usually, I'll, I'll I'll be quite honest with you. I only hold signs for the players' names. Okay, I don't just I don't hold signs that just like yay yeah. or go. I have one or two that that for the Lakers uh, themselves for the team the the, the logo. But uh, mostly, ninety-eight percent of the signs that I've made are for the are for a player. So until we get somebody new, I've already got all the players this year. You got to add some bling uh, to yeah, it now. Yeah, exactly, got to add a little bling. We'll figure it out. Um, but uh, it's it's great to see that we we tied the Celtics, and uh, let's try to get after number eighteen as soon as possible. Definitely. Well, Gary, I I don't want to take up too much more of your time. Uh, I want to appreciate you coming on the show, and we usually end the show with a shout out. So, uh, do you do you have a shout out before we get out of here or anything? Yeah, I want to send out um, a, a, a shout out to my good buddy RJ. Him and his wife just had a baby tonight, and oh, I love Mazel him. He's Tov. one of the biggest, one of the best uh, Laker fans that ever lived. And uh, last name, his his name is Arjang Sabanapana. All and right. I want to wish them uh, all the health in the world with that little baby that was just brought into this world tonight. All right. Jacob, you got a shout-out before we get out of here? Well, this is obviously going to be a Lakers shout-out, but I got a <laughs> shout-out Anthony Davis just because all the doubters, I think, coming into this playoffs, there was a bunch of questions saying how he would play, how he would perform, but I think he really stepped it up, and he honestly had an argument for finals MVP as well. Definitely. And, you know, Kobe said that it, it takes a special player to want to come play for the Lakers, and – and that's exactly what Anthony Davis wanted to do. And he, he came here wanting to, to be in big moments, to, to play in big games and make big shots and, and win championships. And, and he did everything he said he wanted to do by coming here. Yeah, said he's not for everybody. So my He'll shot. be back. He'll, oh, yeah. he'll be back. My, I, I'm almost like I don't see him going anywhere anytime soon. He's, he's staying right here in L.A. There's no reason for him to leave. Absolutely none. He's got a, a shot at something really really special they can make a couple of tweaks and keep on improving as a team and uh and i think that there could be a string of these coming up in in the near future for the lakers definitely and my my shout out obviously is to the los angeles lakers the 17 time nba champions uh gary thank you so much for being with us you can follow gary on twitter on instagram at the real sign guy one he's a great follow He's got a lot of great pictures and a lot of great moments from Laker games that he's been at that he posts, and he's just a, a great fan to follow on Twitter. So don't forget, this episode of the TSK Show is sponsored by Campus Point Coffee. Support us, support a company that makes probably the best coffee ever and is trying to help save the beaches just by entering promo code TSK Show at checkout. That's promo code TSK Show for 15% off your purchase at campuspointcoffee.com. With that, that wraps up this episode of the Sports Kingdom Show. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you decide to listen to the Sports Kingdom Show so you can stay up to date on the newest episodes of the show. Don't forget to follow at TSK Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Follow all of us at the Duke of Sports, at Tyler Pachulki, and at Jacob Double underscore Gonzalez. 
We appreciate you all so much for listening. Stay tuned for the next episode of the TSK Show. Peace.